From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, March 31st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Just days after strong winds caused more than 150,000 power customer outages in Ohio, another round of heavy wind is headed this way. All of Ohio is under either a wind advisory or warning for tomorrow, with southeast Ohio under the gun for the strongest gusts of 60 miles per hour. In addition to that, the National Weather Service says a tornado outbreak is underway to the west in Illinois, Iowa, Missouri, and Arkansas. Heavy damage has been reported in Little Rock. Some of these severe storms could make their way into Ohio tonight. Zach Miller with American Electric Power says they're preparing for outages and suggests Ohioans do the same. The time to start preparing is right now. Have that emergency plan in place in the event of an outage or an extended outage. That can include you know, where you're going to go, what you're going to do, what your elderly parents or, or elderly friends or your pets may need. Also to have your emergency kit ready. The severe thunderstorms are expected in Ohio from late this evening into the overnight hours. And again, all day tomorrow, the heavy wind gusts will be occurring. The U.S. Department of Justice has filed a lawsuit on behalf of the U.S. EPA against Norfolk Southern over its train derailment in East Palestine. The lawsuit alleges the company violated the Clean Water Act for the hazardous material discharged after the derailment on February 3rd. The suit is to ensure Norfolk Southern pays the full cost of the environmental cleanup. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted in New York in a case that stems from hush money paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels whom Trump was alleged to have an affair with, he denies it. University of Toledo political science professor Sam Nelson. He'll be read his rights, right, and his right to remain silent. This is not a guy that really exercises his right to remain silent very effectively, right? I mean, just his personality type. Um, I think that's going to be a huge challenge for him not to be on social media, not to be at rallies, attacking the prosecutor, attacking the judges attacking potential jurors. These are all things that could create a lot of trouble for him. Chase Bachman has more with that professor. Dr. Sam Nelson, a political science professor with the University of Toledo, expects the charges to shake up Trump's presidential bid. I think that this makes his campaign much harder. It will help him in terms of firing up his base, those most loyal to him. It will probably help him raise money for his campaign going forward. But there's no way that being under indictment is going to be a very compelling argument to somebody who voted for Joe Biden in 2020 that they should switch to Donald Trump. Chase Bachman reporting in Toledo. Jonathan Enton is a law professor at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. There is nothing that that would prevent someone from running for president while under indictment. In fact, some public officials or former public officials have actually been elected or reelected while they were in jail. Trump has called the indictment political persecution and says this is the darkest chapter of American history. As mentioned, the indictment of Trump stems from allegations he paid hush money to Stormy Daniels in 2016. Just two years later, Daniels made national headlines in Columbus, as Andrew Kinsey explains. The city of Columbus settled with Stormy Daniels for $450,000 for her arrest at Sirens Gentlemen's Club back in 2018. The police vice unit claimed that she violated city code by touching patrons. Those charges were later dropped. Daniels alleged that suit was politically motivated because of her affair with the former president. Columbus Police's internal investigation found the arrest was improper, but did not find any evidence of political motivation. 
I'm Andrew Kinsey. The CDC's color-coded map for COVID transmission in Ohio shows 13 counties now in the yellow for medium transmission. The other 75 are in the green for light transmission. Last week, there were 17 counties in the yellow. None are showing high transmission rates. The Ohio Department of Health reported 49 deaths from COVID over the last week. That's down slightly from the recent average. As concern continues over a possible recession in the future, the president and CEO of Jobs Ohio, J.P. Nossif, says several major projects in the state will draw qualified workers. We all heard about Honda, right? Honda and LG, uh, Intel, MedPayson, Cincinnati, Altium Cells uh, up in northeast Ohio and Lordstown. So those those require skill traits. They'll require construction. They'll require transportation, architecture, design before those companies all start to hire. Ohio's unemployment rate is 3.9 percent. The national jobless rate is 3.6. West of Cleveland in Lorain County, Amherst school officials are investigating inappropriate behavior by a school bus driver after a profanity-laden video of her was posted to social media. Stephanie Haney has more on that. A student recorded it happening on her phone and then posted on TikTok. Sick of you. I'm sick of all the... I'm done with it. I'm going to start kicking some serious... Do you hear me? Yes. My foot's going to be so far up your... It's going to dangle out your... Knows. I'm done with you. The school issued a statement saying the bus driver's behavior will not be tolerated and they have already received a resignation letter from the driver. The school superintendent says an investigation is underway. I'm Stephanie Haney. In Northwest Ohio, a new $35 million facility by healthcare company ProMedica will accept its first patients on Monday. Here's Amanda Fay. The project has been in the works for 18 months and is located in the Levis Commons Mall right next to the current office building, which is half the size of this new building. The building mirrors the Health and Wellness Center in Sylvania, which features a lot of glass and natural light. It's also a one-stop shopping concept for patients that incorporates two check-in areas. A new cancer center is slated to open next month adjacent to this new campus. I'm Amanda Fay. Cleveland's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum welcomed a seven-time Hall of Fame nominee and Grammy-winning artist earlier this week. Laura Queso has more. Shaka Khan stopped by the Rock Hall to check out her new exhibit and to celebrate her 70th birthday and the 50th anniversary of her musical career. Shaka was asked what she thought about all the exhibits overall. The highlight so far is really coming here and seeing all the, the great archival stuff that's here, you know, the guitars and the motorcycle down there, that nice Harley and, you know, all the clothes. Shaka said she spent a lot of time in Cleveland playing clubs and venues back in the 19. 19- 80s. I'm Laura Queso. Some events going on now, the Cleveland International Film Festival and the Cincinnati Auto Show. Kings Island opens on Saturday, April 15th. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.